I'm Blake Hardcastle. This is the Stories You've Missed podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast Stories You've Missed, accounts of God's amazing grace in the lives of ordinary people at Grand Parkway Baptist Church. I'm joined by Dr. David Grubbs, who is a professor at Houston Baptist University, uh, married to Katie, who also is a professor and a PhD in her own right. They have four wonderful kids. He is a uh, regular a Sunday Bible study teacher here at Grand Parkway, and often, almost without exception, I can't think ever a time, is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So if you're trying to locate him, like I, I think that's the guy. So welcome, David. Thank you, thank you. And uh, David is here to talk briefly about um, his experience of God's grace in choosing a vocation. Mm. So uh, you, are, you are a professor at a university, mm-hmm. and for all us non-professors at universities, we, <laughs> we have a uh, maybe a, you can let us know if it's true or not, a, a sense of what is a professor's life. It's, mm-hmm. it's wood paneling and, and endless budgets and just a little bit of grading, and you, know, you work five, six hours a week, and, and all the students always do their homework on time and all the other. Thoughts. All of that is true. <laughs> it is wicked kush. <laughs> No, no, uh, none of that's true. Uh, I do have an I do have an office. I'm rather proud of it. Um, but yeah, there's there's not there's no wood paneling. Um, I don't wear a tweed coat with elbow patches. Yes. I have one, um, but I it doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Oh golly. And so, where should we start if we're correcting that image? Yeah, if it wasn't the "I'm in it for the money," "I'm in it for the right," you know, "I'm in it for the 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 status and role and what I can get." Also, as a believer, you're probably in it because of the calling, right? And so, I would speak just for a few minutes about how did you navigate getting God's grace as far as a calling to this vocation? Yeah, you're right. It's not the it's not the financial privilege. I'm sure there are people. Um, at other institutions in more prestigious positions who get to be academic rock stars. Um, that's not my experience. And um, probably not experience of 95 plus percent. Of- <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah. What led me to this vocation was uh, my, own, my own experience uh, as a college student. I had professors who took time to mentor outside of class, but also had a disposition, a a way that they carried themselves in class that made you, the student, uh, assured that you mattered and that what the class was covering mattered. Hmm. And those, those those two things, both in and out of class, led me to see those professors as uh, not just admirable people, but as doing something that was worth doing. And as a student, I was already disposed. I was already inclined to see uh, the subjects that we were covering in class as being important. Um, I've, I've, I've been a reader all my mm-hmm. life. I've been interested in, in the particular topics that mm-hmm. I've pursued um, academically all my life. But being able to see not just those those subjects held up as important, but also the the gift of giving those things to others, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was the thing that really drew drew okay. me into into the that vocation is seeing it modeled and saying that is a life that okay. 
I would also want to live. Am I able to do that? So moving beyond, you know, mm-hmm. desire and interest, was there a time you said, God, I think I'm hearing from you. I think I'm pretty clear. You're leading me. And, and I'm, I mean, this is a grace from you. I've got clarity on this is what I should be pursuing. I didn't always have clarity. I, uh, again, this was a way in which mentors served. Uh, I had professors who at particular points in time uh, stepped in and said, you know this material, but we believe that you also have the, uh, the abilities, the gifting, the potential um, to, to do this professionally. Uh, the people who stepped yeah. in and said, we can see you doing, mm-hmm. you doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And that was not something that I'd ever imagined for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, God, and in this case, we'd yeah. say, God is using this other person mm-hmm. with or without their right. awareness to, to lead you. Yeah. My father is a medical professional, but for most of my life, both in my family and in my church, the men who I saw were um, men in um, construction mm-hmm. or auto mechanics mm-hmm. or house painters. Trades. Um, yeah. The those 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 callings in which you're you know you're outside you know mm-hmm. working in a very um, kind of physical and constructive way, and that was always what I thought, I, what I had in my mind yeah. when I was imagining what I would be when I grow up. Um, but going to college and seeing this other, um, this other thing out there, uh, it's one of the functions that, that mentors can serve, that you can serve as a mentor, um, is to dream, to imagine for someone who hasn't been able to imagine that for themselves, Mm -hmm. uh, and to impart that, to see in them potential that they don't realize they've got. Let me ask it from an angle. So instead of God's grace, what? What lies or what what things that maybe you maybe had to fight against in this you know, pursuit? I think there's a thing called the imposter syndrome where we assume <laughs> I don't belong here. They're all going to find out eventually. Yeah. Everyone in academia feels that. Um, but I imagine that's probably the case in many vocations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you learn about something, the more you realize that there is left to learn. Um, and uh, the, the way... Uh, the way I like to say, uh, the, the the illustration I like to give is uh, when you are, I don't know, in, in grade school, you learn the names of the 50 states, and then you learn the capitals, mm-hmm. and you think, I understand America. <laughs> <laughs> and then you move to a new mm-hmm. state, and you suddenly realize that there's so much more yeah. to what that place is than I know the name and I know the capital. Yeah. Um, so that's what it is in every avenue of life. That's what it's like in academia. Mm-hmm. So just very briefly, the main thing that I learned in pursuing graduate and postgraduate education is the degree, the degree to which there are depths that I've just never plumbed. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to get past that and to say, but and yet there's still much that I've learned. And I, there is still much that I can give. Mm-hmm. Um you're always fighting against the that sense of your limitations, yeah. balanced with, but what have uh, what have I been entrusted with? Mm-hmm. What have I earned um, that I also can? <clears throat> For a brother or sister in Christ who's maybe exploring or thinking about I, mm-hmm. or struggling with, I, what am I going to do? And, and it could be someone in 
their teens or 20s or someone in their 40s or 50s. What am I going to do with my life? Yeah. And uh, what, what, what would you give them as far as, here's what God has done or said to me. Things that I've learned, touching back to a point that I made earlier, uh, I never imagined as a child, as a teenager, uh, as a graduate from high school, I did not imagine the life that I have. Mm. Um, so I had, you, if you were a prophet then, you would not have pr predicted this? No, I would not yeah. have. I would not have predicted where I am today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so if you are at a point where... Uh, it looks like you're up against a wall and you see a blank. I can't um, see a good future. I can't see. Well, fortunately, there's much more to reality than what you can see and what you can imagine. Um, uh, I think there's stuff in the Bible about God being able to do more than we can ask or think. think something, or imagine. Yeah. something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's true. It yeah. is true. Um, and it's true when you are sort of young and at those ages that our culture sees as this is the time to pick a vocation. And it's also true decades later when that plan A didn't work okay. out for whatever reason. Or it's run and its you find yourself, and, yeah. whether you wanted to or not, having to think of something else. Yeah. Um, that God of all that we can ask or imagine is still there. Mm, helpful. Uh, how would you explain that to a young kid? You have an eight-year-old son? Yeah. Right? How would or you explain eight-year-old daughter? Or daughter, yeah. I'm sorry, eight-year-old yeah. daughter. How mm -hmm. would you explain this to her? You know, she's oh, probably gosh. not picking a job yet. And you know, now, now she has expenses. Daily, every day she is, this is what I want to do oh, now. Okay, never mind. She is picking a job. Yes, yes. no. She's she is actually feeling um, I'm not sure whether it's coming from school or or where it's coming huh. from. Uh, she feels this pressure that she ought to know what she wants to be when she grows up okay. and she ought to already be getting good at it. Um, huh. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, I is it Daniel tiger. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. So I am having that conversation constantly. Yeah. Um, but again, it is, uh, just the reminder that you don't have to know now for your future to be known. Hmm. You don't have to be the knower. That is helpful. That is, <laughs> uh, that's helpful in so many areas, but not least of which vocation. Um, the child of God, uh, he's not just obligated. He delights in yeah. protecting, providing, caring for us. And, um, and that's a helpful reminder that I don't have to know. I don't have to take a little bit of data I have now and extrapolate what's going to happen. Um, I can... Trust him and experience it along the way. Yep. yep. Uh, great. Any, any last things you'd want to say to our listeners or in this regard? A lot of you have probably uh, learned that you ended up doing something that you didn't study in school. Mm -hmm. um, that's an experience of many of my students. Um, that is would have been my experience. I changed majors like three times. Um and that's 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 pretty common of going on to a vocation that isn't necessarily what you studied, mm -hmm. and you think all of that time mm -hmm. and all of that money because it's mm -hmm. expensive. I wasted all of it. You could think of it that way, or you could recognize that you are more than your vocation, and God has more for you in your life than your job, and you never know when what you've put time and energy into learning skills that you've honed 
you never know when that is the skill, that is the knowledge that God is going to be using to build his kingdom through you. Mm -hmm. There are no wasted skills. There is no wasted knowledge. That is absolutely true, and and uh, doesn't hurt that. Listen, this is the story of the humanities, right? Um, yes. Well, thank you so much um, for being with me today and sharing that. I, I'm receiving that as a great reminder. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Stories You've Missed podcast. We look forward to uh, seeing you, hearing, letting you hear us next time.